Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conscious Effort Podcast. I am Tyler. I'm Ryan. I'm Tracy. I'm Justin. And it's been a little while since we've done one of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've been working on stuff kind of behind the scenes. So we've not been totally slacking off. Like, there's there's been a good reason. Uh, uh, there's been a little slacking off. Huh? Oh, yeah, I've been yeah. doing a lot of slacking. Just, you know... Doing a lot of napping. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of napping. Especially lately, if you can't tell, I'm a little bit under the weather. So, uh, <laughs> what kind of weather is it? In Indiana, it's all the weather. He has allergies, but he's not willing to admit it. Yeah. Man. Allergic to Indiana weather. He's, he's allergic to admitting he's got allergies. <laughs> this is making me have to sneeze just talking about it. Wait. Is he going to do it? Here comes seven simultaneous sneezes. Nope. 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 I'm not feeling it. You know you can look into the light. I can't promise that I won't start sneezing (laughs) uh, partway through the show and just do it over and over and over and over again. Because whenever I do it, it's like I can't sneeze just once. It's either got to be like six or none at all. (laughs) Do you count? No. It's like so... Oh, so, so your body counts. You don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't okay. count. It just it just happens, and I know it's just a lot in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wakes up. He has no idea where he is or what yeah. he's doing. Uh, Overnight, the plans are made, and then like beginning each morning, there's like a minimum number of sneezes for that day that he has to meet. That's why so at some like, point, my immune system just like, oh shit, we got a lot of ground to make. <laughs> I need to be like twelve of them right now. He wakes up in jail. He's like, what happened, dude? You had a sneeze attack. <laughs> they they had to lock you up. Yeah. You were you were endangering folks. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is assault if you like. Is, is, it, is it considered assault if you sneeze into a, you know, a, a cop's face? You know, you can't. If you do it intentionally, it's assault. If I if I fluid. just sneeze into someone else's face repeatedly, <laughs> at what point is that assault? <laughs> well, maybe five times, but not what's, six. Yeah, yeah like what's, what's the threshold? Are there? they a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's more acceptable. You know. Anyway, um, we told you we've been working on some new stuff for you guys. Uh, first of which. Uh, You can find the podcast in some new places now. What kind of places? Well, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) In addition to ConsciousEffortCreative.com and iTunes and Spotify, you can now find the Conscious Effort podcast on Google Play and Stitcher and TuneIn. Whoa. And there's another handful of apps that um, I didn't know we were on that we're already on. (laughs) One of them is one called Blueberry. Blueberry. I went to try to, but it's uh, spelled like blueberry. Yeah, like yeah, blubbery kind of. It's B L U B R R Y, and I went to go uh, submit the show to Blueberry the other day, and it told me that the show was already on Blueberry, and so apparently, uh, one of our listeners has added our RSS feed to their catalog already. That's pretty neat. Well, who it's was already that? in there? Who was? I don't know. If it was you, let us know. We'll send you something. Yeah. Like, uh, like a dead 9-volt battery or something. <laughs> Get or a hold of us on... we got lots uh, of those. Or a beer cap. Facebook.com. Or the balsam fur sweater candle that uh, Ryan hates. Oh, yeah. It smells like my grandmother's If you're the person that added us to Blueberry, <laughs> let us know. You guys can find us at Facebook.com forward slash Conscious Effort Creative. You can find us... Uh, on Instagram at Conscious Effort Creative, you can email us at Conscious Effort Creative at gmail.com. Or if you've added us to another app, let us know. Yeah. 
Um, I'm curious where else we've been added just by fans. Or, or if you shared share to a friend, that's kind of cool, too. If you see us in person, you can tell us about it, too. Well, yeah. not Except- me. Anybody else? You see me, you keep walking. <laughs> I don't, I don't, don't do conversation. Don't, don't look at him. Yeah. Don't look at him. Divert your eyes. Keep Just, moving. Like You didn't see Justin. Definitely not Justin. No. Yeah. So anyway, when I found the show on Blueberry, it asked us if that was our show, and I was like, yeah, that's us. So uh, we claimed our show. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So now how it's, did, all, it's all... How did you prove place. it? Like, what was the process? You know, I don't remember. Just it's just a I basically they basically just said like they're just like they're just like <laughs> I'm oh. not a robot. It's All like, right, a, is this yours? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. You How many cars it. do you see in these eight images? Like a, yeah. Oh, I hate those. You know what? I'm, I know they're always blurry. I'm not good at those. I know. Yeah. Well, they're vague. Like it's how many cars and there's like a bus in there and you're like and there's like a bumper yeah Yeah. or or it says a car click all the boxes that have street signs in it see Mm -hmm. the mistakes are part of the detection algorithm that's what it is it's like you don't actually have to get all of them Hmm. oh you're allowed a little bit of wiggle room well yeah because it knows because it knows what your average you know ai is gonna look for no you don't have to actually get all of them cool so T-I-L. Part of it is the time it takes you to do it. like, And even just the time between clicks. Like, There's all kinds of things that they... Are you better to take more time between clicks or less time? Well, it... It's uh, probably just that it's inconsistent. Yeah. Like uh, when you click and release. That makes sense. Yeah. But you can humanize all that. Well, you can randomize it, but yeah. you can't humanize it. Well, it's kind of humanization. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Not really. But kind of, though. But not really. But, but a little bit. Okay. Cool. <laughs> anyway. Next topic. I can do this all I night. Didn't, I didn't fail those. Wait, no. I can a do lot. this for another hour. Dang. So you're saying I can win. Maybe. Actually, 53 minutes. If all right. We're, if we're mm. being clear. So, um, <clears throat> rest in peace, Justin's music on MySpace. Oh, yeah. That's okay. It wasn't good anyway. Did anybody else have music on MySpace? I'd no, I never had a MySpace account. Oh, yeah, you're a youngin'. You could, like, add, um, I don't remember if it was, like, clips from songs, mm-hmm. but that's probably gone, I, I imagine. Yeah, anything MP3 or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they said it was an accident during a server migration. Yeah. But... Was it? No, certainly not. Certainly not. I mean... Any any big company like that is going to have multiple backups, and so how does how does that just that much data just disappear unless someone's like click? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gone! Dang! Dang it! Because I mean, these things didn't live on one machine. You know, that's right. what they're imagining that that people like. It's just like ours. You know, redundancy is the thing because these. These machines go down all the time. They've got thousands of them. So they have redundancy. So, no. Thanks, MySpace, for deleting Justin's shit. Yeah. So, Justin, tell us a little bit about like what happened, Like for, for people who haven't read the, the article or seen the story. Uh, from what I understand, they were, like, like Ryan said, doing a, a server migration, and somehow they ended up losing all the, the audio files that were on there. So people's like profiles are intact, but none of the audio files work. And it's, it happened 
a while back, uh, but they're only just now releasing information about it. Because I, I remember, like, I was looking for, for something I did for a, a charity thing a while back, wrote a Christmas song. <clears throat> and the only place that it existed was on MySpace. And I was looking for it, and I found it. And I was going to try to download it. Wouldn't let me download it. I was like, okay, maybe I can just stream it, you know, capture the audio through there. And still didn't work. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the crap's going on here? I just assumed it was a problem with my machine or, right. you know, compatibility issue with the browser I was using. Sure. Uh, so I, I tried Chrome, tried uh, Internet Explorer, Firefox, even Opera. Nothing. Hmm. So then I realized that was not the case. Yeah. But I just let it go because, like I said, it, it all sucked anyway. What's funny is uh, that it didn't really hit you know, the mainstream attention until recently. Mm -hmm. Well, it just goes to show you how small uh, that ecosystem really is nowadays. Right. I'm sure, you know, most people were just like you, like, oh, well, fuck, uh, I can't open my page because it's really old or something. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you know, a problem with you and not with MySpace. Right. Until people started looking into it. I mean, they probably got some phone calls and shit or, or emails Tons of support tickets and stuff. So finally, mm-hmm. they're like, "Stop asking us." Yeah, we deleted your shit. Oops. My Whatever. Bad. I mean, think about how much money money they lose every day, every month, just I mean, by storing that shit. Right. Yeah. Right. Like it's a lot. I you mean, know, it, they could have gotten rid of some of those other features they had. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show you that. You know, if you really care about your stuff, it's like these people that store all their photos on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, there's lots of people to do that. And just think about it. Yeah, you can get it back, but... Maybe. They, well, yeah. All it takes is one person to report your profile as fake mm-hmm. and or somebody <laughs> to, to steal your login information and, and change it's everything. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real deal. Yeah. Multiple backups. Don't delete your uh, SD card. Just store it away somewhere. One of these days. <laughs> Tuck it in the freezer for a bit. You'll want it. You'll want it. Figuratively, yeah. not literally. Don't put your SD cards in a freezer. Oh, dude, but it keeps them nice and fresh. It, yeah. Uh, I, I suppose. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't imagine that the freezer would tear up an SD card. Just knowing how they function, nah, probably not. Perhaps one of the listeners could weigh in on that. At some point. Why? Are you saying I'm dumb and I don't know? No, I'm just saying maybe she someone has. And if that. you have, then um, let us know if you know the answer to that question. Someone we, has to know. Do we have the fact checker feature yet? Oh, oh we could try. Fact checker. Bloop, 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 bloop. Will a freezer damage an SD card? Bloop, 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 bloop. Part cat, part robot. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, our our fact checker is in fact a robot cat. Yes, <laughs> there is as yet insufficient data to reach a valid conclusion. Okay, so this comes from a blog called the Online Photographer. This is by it says edited by Mike Johnston, and he who's gives Mike Johnston? No idea. What are um, his credentials? He <laughs> right. gives. This is from August two thousand twelve. 
Uh, this so is it's on proper handling, info too. Proper yeah. handling of memory cards for the digital photographer. Tip number two, when you're not going to use a memory card for a long time, it's a good idea to securely wrap it and store it in the freezer. Doing this helps preserve the card's ability to retain data so that your images remain crisp and sharp. To thaw the card, take it out of the freezer and place it in the refrigerator for 24 hours. Then take it out of the fridge and place it away from direct heat and sunlight until it reaches room temperature. This is all bullshit. Do not unwrap (laughs) until it is fully thawed. (laughs) That bit of moisture could affect the card's ability to hold the images. Also, do not microwave under any circumstances. What? But what if I need these pictures now? I don't so have. So they're my pictures, and I need them now. Just the fact that he says storing them in the freezer is going to keep the pictures sharp. Yeah, that's dumb. No, that's, that's, sh- not this, that's that's not what he said verbatim. That's that's what you read. That's verbatim. What he says, doing this helps preserve the card's ability to retain data, so that your images remain crisp and sharp. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Unless these people are capturing raw photography, which in 2012 they weren't. I mean, he's not. It was he, compressed. He's not if treating it, was it compressed, like leftover beef, where it's like, oh, to make sure it's <laughs> nice and fresh, you got to keep it in the freezer. See? see, the thing about compressed data is you can't just. It's not going. It's kind of like this. It's either going to work or it's not. Conscious effort has a very serious conversation. I'm telling you, that's no, that's we're doing that's, science. That's BS. Nerd that's, shit's leaking. That's total BS. <laughs> that is total BS. I'm sorry. Someone is lying to this guy. Like, someone told him that, like, on the street somewhere. He's like, oh, that's a brilliant... Like I said, this is also from 2012. Or he was really high, and he was like, you know what's going to keep these images crisp? Put them in the crisper drawer for a bit. I mean, hey, whenever I'm not going to cook meat for a long time, that's what I do. I put it in the freezer, because it keeps it fresher. You know, they they tell you the same thing with food. I'm not going to cook it for a while. Put it in the freezer. Why would you not do it with your memory cards? Keeps them nice and fresh. I mean, you can. Keeps them crisp. I mean, you can. And sharp. Just don't. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Put them in a drawer somewhere. It doesn't hurt anything, but it does make you look like a dumbass. Yeah. (laughs) All right, now that we're halfway through the episode, can we talk about what's new? Oh, yeah, there's new stuff. New stuff. Uh, We're starting a cult. Well, I think we've, I think we've probably decided. The, probably one of the first new things you want to talk about is like we added, we added the articles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we added a new section to the website. Uh, we added an articles section. You can find it up near the top. Uh, first article that came out here recently was uh, Tracy's record of the month for March. Which one did you pick, Tracy? I picked the record Boxer by National. Um, it sort of started out just because I really like that record, but. So it, that is the record of the month, but specifically the live version of the record. Um, it's just called Live in Brussels. It's um, so like on the 10 year anniversary of that record, the band performed the record beginning to end live. And it's, in my opinion, just a phenomenal performance. So. Um, I've been listening to that record a lot here lately, and uh, that was the record that gave me the idea for this new segment, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I'm really glad to be able to add some new stuff to the website, bring some extra facets to uh, Conscious Effort. And going back to the the fact that they actually recorded, you know, the whole album live, that's a feat. 
for yeah. most bands. You know, the yeah. idea that, you know, beginning to end, same order, everything, that's pretty cool, if you ask me. Yeah. Not, not many bands actually do that. I mean, it's kind of a Pink Floyd kind of thing, but most bands don't do that. Like, they're playing it in order, you know. I don't know. To me, it seems cool. Yeah, super mm-hmm. cool. Um, just while we're talking about the National, if anyone might be a fan or anyone who lives around here might want to check them out, they're playing um, in Indianapolis in June with Courtney Barnett. So I'm really looking forward to that show. Ryan, you mentioned that we are definitely not starting a cult. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm trying, trying to play cool. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely not a cult. In it's, case anyone's yeah. wondering, we aren't starting a cult. We're just going to call it a cult and not No, it is, it's, it's definitely not Def- a cult. But if you, you know. want to sign up, <laughs> there is a small ritual you have to perform. Oh, dear. Did we talk about this? I don't remember talking about this. No, no, no. I'm it's scared. It's it's all in the the rights and stuff like that. Well, we we can't oh. call them rights because you know we're it's, it's definitely not, not a cult. really a cult. Yeah, yeah. It sounds very off putting. It didn't come across that way in my head when we talked about this before. Well, you're the one that made it all weird. I know. I know. Just now, kind of weird. I think I'm gonna leave now. You can't. It's getting. What? You can't. We did that blood thing. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> You can go home, but you can't leave. You can check out any time you like. Now, Tyler's going to... Welcome gonna... to the cult of conscious effort. Oh, shit. We're still working on the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the final version. No. So anyway, what we're actually... Just a rough ta- idea. What we're actually talking about is reaching out to the community. And try- we're trying to figure out a way for you know, uh, people that like the podcast and like the music that we do, a way for them to be involved, you know. Right. Uh, And so not everybody can be on the podcast, I'm sorry, but there's other ways you can contribute. So we're working on it. And, you know, just kind of the catchy title is, you know, definitely not the cult of conscious effort or the cult of conscious effort. We're thinking about making some T-shirts and stuff too, like... Super exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Uh, very, very soon, if it's not already, if we don't get it done before you listen to this now, we will get it done in the near future after you listen to this. Yeah, very uh, soon. Where you can sign up for the Definitely Not Cult and um, you can help us out, kind of help be a part of of what we do, uh, help us be able to do cooler stuff at an exchange. Uh, we'll give you guys some bonus content, some extras. Uh, you guys get to see and hear stuff before everyone else does. And uh, I don't know, maybe we'll find some other bonus to throw you guys. Um, just for you being so courteous. I mean, we're we're rolling around plenty of ideas. I mean, long story short, if if you enjoy what we do and you want to help us be able to do cooler stuff, uh, we're gonna have something you can sign up for here soon. It's a way for you to help be involved. And uh, a way for you to help us get you some cooler things. And a way for you to make sure that you're getting updates on, on what we're up to and mm-hmm. uh, make sure that you get uh, notifications. up-to-date information. Yeah, notifications yeah. like yeah, through email or something uh, about upcoming shows, upcoming podcasts, content, uh, blog posts. I mean, we don't want to blow up your social media if we can help it. No, we're fine going straight to your spam folder. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is awesome. 
<laughs> so anyway. So anyway, uh, following up from the last podcast we did with Tommy Siegel, um, if you listen to that episode, it's episode 14. You can find it on our website or your favorite podcasting place. Uh, Tommy plays in a band, Jukebox the Ghost. If you listen to that episode, uh, he invited us out uh, to one of their shows. They're on tour right now, and they came through Columbus, Ohio. And so we got a chance to go meet up with them, catch the band, uh, Jukebox the Ghost. We caught uh, the other bands they were touring with, the Mowgli's and Twin XL, <coughs> and uh, got a chance to meet Tommy himself. In the flesh. Yeah. You guys actually, like, went out with him after the show and stuff. Yeah, well, we, we met up with him. Like, we yeah. were texting him, and, like, he told us about this uh, cool bar um, well, called Ethel and... Ethel and Tank. Ethel and Tank. And he was like, this place is nuts. And we were like, okay, well, you I, know, whatever. I think the term he used was shit show. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's and, my and, kind of bar. But he, he followed up with it, and he goes... Uh, it's nuts in here or something. And he was like, we can meet up somewhere else if you guys would prefer that. And we were like, no, we'll come to you, you know? And the line was like wrapped around the sidewalk. It was yeah. so packed in there that uh, they were only letting people in as people left. Mm. Nice. And so Tommy saw it because it was just like up high. <clears throat> and so we were like down on the sidewalk, which was like underneath like the uh, like deck thing where he mm. was. And uh, he came out and scanned the crowd, and he saw us, and he, like, waved at us. And then he ran over to the usher, like, checking IDs and stuff. And he, like, pointed us out, which was really cool. But the usher didn't care. <laughs> so um. we still had to wait in line. But when we got in there, it was absolutely crazy. Like, bodies. I mean, you couldn't even, like, get through. It yeah. was – and you – it it was – it was insane. Yeah. So and you're so, saying that Ryan wouldn't have even in. Oh, no. Oh, no. Absolutely no, no, no. not. Okay. No. Okay. It's literally like, like take, take the studio and try to take like a couple hundred people and smash them in as close as you can. Like you, you entered You on literally one side. had people grinding on you that didn't know they were grinding on you. It was. What is, it's, it's literally a sea of people. I mean, it yeah. was. It was insane. What is the draw? I, I have no, no idea. Ideas. But everybody was living it up. Like they all looked Why like they were having a fun time. It? Once we I, finally I like, we like the way like this crowd of people somehow smushed us to the front. Finally, um, well, you you yelled at them a lot. At the crowd to, to get out of the way. Oh well, I was trying. I was like, "Please, excuse you, you had me. To, Can though. we like, get you through had, here?" You had to fight your way through the crowd. Yeah, you literally had to like ridiculous. put your hands in between people and just go, "Excuse <clears throat> me," and just kind of like wade through the crowd. Yeah. We get up there. It must be the small town. And the there are so many yeah. people. They're like yeah. pushing me over the bar, and finally the bartender comes over to us, and I, I was like, "Do you have bottled beer?" Because it was so loud, and I didn't want to like you. I don't know how people were carrying drinks around there. You can't. Right. Oh, and yeah. So he you goes. You spilt anything. Yeah. He goes, Bud Light or Budweiser? And I was just like, I'll take two of them. And he gave us two Budweiser's. And we were just like, had to carry it in the air and try to get uh, smushed back outside. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, uh, Columbus, Ohio, uh, we, were, we were basically on Ohio State campus. Yeah. Uh, we were at. A lot like Bloomington, but way worse. Yeah. We were at yeah. the, the Newport uh, Music Hall. And then Ethel and Tank was right next to it. It sounds terrible. The show sounds great. So it was basically oh. like a massive the college show party. Sounds terrible. I mean, said it was, it was basically a massive college party. Yeah. 
And being and, a Saturday uh, night, I'm sure that. And, it was and the just... first thing we tried to do is like get a drink and get the fuck outside. Yeah. But we had um, we had some really good conversation with uh, with Tommy. Like how so. outside? Yeah. No. So well, like we, outside, we, we, there we, weren't a ton of people. We also we also talked to him a bit, uh, kind of before the show and kind of in between sets, yeah. like for the openers at the at the venue as well. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm jealous of. I'm I'm not jealous of your uh, your your time at the. The at bar. the tank. Yeah. Like I said, it just sounds. It, sound, it just sounds terrible. Once we got, <laughs> once we got like, like through the building and like uh, got our drinks and like got slung outside finally. Oh, uh, uh, like it was like taking a huge breath of air, and then we just like sat down and we were like, okay, hey, what's up? And like a, a busy night of Bradley's is like okay. Yeah. But a crazy busy night at Bradley's is something that I'm. I'd be like. Nah, I'll just be outside smoking. It's cool. Oh, dude, and this was this you was know? way more packed than that. Like, yeah. Yeah. honestly, imagine, um, Justin, when you guys played Emo Night a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Maybe that was one year ago. I can't remember now. But like that that place year. that place was packed. Yeah. Here in town, imagine that even more packed with mm-hmm. like ten times that yeah, many people. Just just hearing those words is giving like me anxiety. That, yeah, like for for that gig alone. It was just, I mean, shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. packed in there. Doesn't give me anxiety. It just makes lots just of, sounds uh, unpleasant. Lots man, of, honestly, my first thought was, was like, man, I'm so glad I skipped college. Yeah, <laughs> that also, was the first unpleasant. thing I saw. I thought yeah. when I saw that, lots of fart smells. And, Did you oh, notice that? So am I it tired. was That's honestly, gross. and I. That's part I, of the appeal. I bet. I, I do not. <laughs> I do not know. I do not know what the floor looked like because you physically could not see it, but it just felt sticky and the whole time i just felt like i'm walking over some sort of fluids and i don't know what they are <laughs> oh, and that's um, crazy. That's, that's, i that's don't want nasty. to know what the floor of that place well it's like. because everybody got drinks and then they tried to wade through the crowd oh, yeah. and they just spilt them oh, you know yeah. oh, so thought... there's probably like a a 10 foot band around the bar where just everybody they get like five feet away from the bar and they just spill whatever they have in their hand like there was like, literally it's inevitable. alternative no theory. People trying to get to the bathroom. They're like, "Oh, that could no, be it too." This is taking too long. Yeah, you just unzip. I don't even know if people could have moved to, oh, no. in order to do that. You know? But, oh, you weren't yeah. being ground grinded on. Oh yeah. You 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 were being pissed on. You just didn't know it. Oh mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Well. Yep. <laughs> You'll have that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, Ryan at one point, Tommy made the comment that like earlier that day when uh, they were on campus, like it, it was a Saturday, and there were uh, frat parties going on, mm-hmm. and there was a picture in, uh, in his Instagram story of like what numbered cartoon it was out of five hundred he'd done that day, and in the back was a frat house, and you could see like a bunch of people just hanging out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he made a comment that was like, it's been so long since I like was in college and around that kind of stuff. Like I saw it happening. I was like, oh my God, it's like this is for real. Like this isn't staged. This isn't something from like a movie or a YouTube video. It's like this is a real frat party. Like people are, are really are hanging out of the windows, mm-hmm. you know, like drunk off their asses, you know, middle of the afternoon on a Saturday. And he's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed all that too. Like my quote college experience was nothing like that. It was just... Studio, work, sleep. Studio, mm-hmm. work, sleep. Which, you know, is kind of similar to what goes on now. 
He um he had some super cool high top vans on. And Go like this this too, uh, yeah. really cool like long pea coat like super long pea coat. High top vans. Yeah, they were what really cool. What color were they? Yeah, they were like multicolored. They had like blue and gray and white. They were really cool. Um you missed. But we uh since he guest listed, <laughs> since he guest listed us, um, yeah. we met him outside for will call, and uh, something cool. We were like talking to him, and there were like these big, huge fans that were in the like area that we were in, and I guess he thought, I I don't know if he thought like they were with us or we were with them or something. So he was talking to us about like meeting us after the show, and like mm-hmm. we were talking about all that stuff, they- and. They they had asked him if they could, if he could take their bags for him. Yeah, well, so f- what happened was so normally when I go to shows, I've been able to have like uh, totes and stuff for merch that mm-hmm. I can take with me whenever I leave. Um, so I took in my my big canvas bag, and uh, so we were trying to get in, and they were doing their security check thing, and uh, my bag was too big, so we had to take it all the way back to the car. And so anyway, they told us just come ahead back to the front of the line, and that's where we met Tommy. And uh, these people, well, this group of people was there trying to get in, and this girl's bag was too big. And uh, she was in the same position that I was, and and, uh, I guess he assumed they were there with us. And he was like, oh, well, I'll take your bag, and you can just get it later after we meet. And they were like, and then he, somehow we just like kept their... We just didn't say anything, and then it, he finally figured out that they weren't there with us, uh, and he's like, "Oh, I'll leave it at the merch table with uh, yeah, I, Dave like, or whatever how, his how name big was." Mike, Mike. Mike yeah. was how big was the bag? Like, was it was, was it really big? Um, or? No, if I, I had this. Right, it was a little oh, smaller than. If this. I remember right, the the guy that was running security said like they can't be any larger than like uh, eight inches by five inches or something like that. Oh no shit! Was, yeah, so you can't have like, like a tote. Like for, a clutch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, have like a but he had asked us at one point, he was just like, they are with you, right? And we're like, no. Like, we don't know. And he goes, oh. <laughs> so then he was like, well. <laughs> but no, uh, he, was, he was very kind. He took, uh, took their yeah. bags for him or whatever. Oh, and, uh, that's nice. Uh, yeah. they, they kept them at the uh, merch or whatever. So that way, they, so they did, didn't have to run all the way back to their car, but they still like were out of the venue. But it was, it was safe. Sure. It was with the group. But then, then, uh, then the people were like, how can we get in contact with you guys? How are you guys friends with them? We were like, like, do you know him? We we have a podcast. It's not, you know, it's not a big deal. But yeah, it was it was kind of cool. You know, like something like that had never happened to me. Like shortly after that, he sent me a text message. He goes, well, that was hilariously confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys meet anybody else in the band? Um, we met their drummer, yeah, Jesse. Yeah, yeah. And, he then, was really uh, cool. and then we met uh, Merch Man Mike. Yeah. Oh, cool. I, I was like, hey, dude. I bought a lot of stuff from you. <laughs> and he's like, "Yep, <laughs> yes, you did." I um, uh, so I I always look for pins and patches and stuff at shows, and I always usually get like some kind of shirt. Um, so I I picked. They had this really cool gray shirt, um, and with like a grand piano on it, and that's the one I wanted. But they they only had extra large, and for a second I was like, "Well, I can maybe." turn it into a dress or something, and I was like, nah, I'll just get nah. the black one. Yeah. So I got the black one, and then when he was done, like when he was checking out with his stuff, um, he noticed that they had very, very <laughs> tiny pins, 
And I'll, and I didn't see any, so I I didn't realize they had them. Um, but yeah, they were little uh, like mosaic horse pins. Yeah, you you showed excellent. me that. Yeah, super cool. <laughs> and like, it has to be totally on purpose. If yeah. you haven't listened oh, I'm to the, sure. if you haven't listened to the podcast, <laughs> I'm sorry, I got it. Ryan's that. taking pictures. <laughs> it's just too perfect. <laughs> uh, anyway. If you haven't I wasn't listened, trying if, to be distracting. If you just cold. Yeah, he was. If you, have, too. if you haven't listened to the the previous podcast, uh, something that Tommy mentioned was the fact that uh, people have started giving him random horse related artifacts. Uh, <laughs> and just the fact that he's, you know, uh, aware enough to actually carry, you know, a horse artifact uh, to to sail. To sell. <laughs> Along with that. It's very Facebook of me, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to sell this TV. I'm selling these pins. Or people yeah. who mix up lose and loose. Oh, yeah. that's the worst. That's the worst. Now, so on the subject of their <laughs> horse thing. Stop, stop looking weird, okay? I can't, this is very, how I look. This is very fucking distracting right look. now. Have you not met me? I just I just keep thinking of Gene from Bob's Burgers going, This is me now! This is me now! Get used to it! You can't see Good it. God. Because you're listening you to the show. Sound like Justin is bundled up in a plaid blanket, and literally the only thing you can see is just his neck and above. So you just see this plaid ball and well, then and his knees just his head. Out. Yeah, his knees sticking out. So, so he's, Oh, I can't he, see he's, it from here. He's like, a, he's like a plaid pyramid with a head on top. Yeah, and, <laughs> and headphones with a microphone. <laughs> yeah, with a microphone in front of him. And so like the plaid pyramid has something very important to say, uh, but he doesn't. No, I don't. <laughs> no, so you're talking about the horse stuff. One of the things they do for the show, they actually... They have a uh, this big stuffed horse. Oh yeah, it's like a plush horse. Nice. That's I guess been part of their stage set. Do they ride for, it for a couple of years? No, they throw it out in the crowd. Damn. And the crowd throws it all around for a song or whatever. Does someone ride it? No, no, it's no. not like that. It's like a basically they tried the whole song to throw it to the upper deck, and then they finally made it, and the whole crowd went wild. Like while the band's still <laughs> playing, the crowd has is. Stop paying attention to the band, and goal is try to get the horse to the upper deck. <laughs> to the balcony. Yeah, yeah, to the balcony. Did someone up there write it? And then, like, partway through the song, I think it was Ben. Nobody wrote it. Partway through the song, Ben, That's who's, like, the piano player, is like, hey, we're going to need that horse back, by the way. <laughs> and, and, and I think, like, in the middle of the song, then, like, they immediately throw it back on stage. He's like, no. He's like, you, you, you can throw it for the whole fucking song. He's just like, just afterwards, like, throw it back on the stage. He's like, don't throw it back now. <laughs> But Tommy told us later that they've had that for like multiple tours, and uh, he was like, "It is a diseased stuffed." Yeah, speaking yeah. it of was people, originally like a different he said, color. there's you stuffing coming out of it from touching it. So, yeah. so speaking of people riding horses, this that video of the guy playing the synths. Yeah. All right, and there's the the horse. You have you guys seen this? No, I have not. I you so. ha- I'll send it to you. You okay. have to watch. It's it. amazing. Anyway, so, it's this guy, he's got, like, 
what? What, a do, what do you think? Like, like, well, yeah, at least ten, at least ten, yeah. and a sequencer. Mm-hmm. Wait, is this the guy who's who's playing he's dancing? The, and there's like the horse. But he, running. he's like outside. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. Almost kind of. Yes. It almost looks like, like he's desert. on like a yes. like a mountaintop sort of yeah. or whatever. Like yeah. so looking thing. So last and he's night, going ape shit, yeah. jumping all over the place. He's got a pink bandana. Mm-hmm. He's very he's very happy every time he like does does the weird little sound effects on that upper left keyboard. <laughs> he's like. Yeah, it's like, yeah, he really did it. He hit the key, made yeah. the pew. Anyway, these are the worst synth sounds ever. And so I was trying to figure out, like, okay. Yeah, there's there's a dozen keyboards up there, but they're all like KCOs. They all sound the same. They all sound the same. It's FM modulation, so it's, like, really bad. There's no well, I mean, hey, hey, there's some, you know, distinct sounds uh, from FM modulation. Not this guy. Anyway. Like FM synthesis. And so I, I looked him up. I figured out who it was. I figured out who that guy is. Oh, like nice detective work. Yeah. Uh, his name is... It is it Barry Bostwick? No, his name is Mario Mathy. Okay. And he's from Belgium. All right. And that's not his only video. So what you're saying is we're going to oh. Belgium next? <laughs> it's not his only video. I hear they have chocolate there. But as far as the songs go, no, that's the best he's got. Uh, wow. I listened to three or four of them. Uh... Some of the tones that he had in that particular, we should share this on our page, you know, what, along so with, people know what we're, know talking, what about. we're talking about. But we'll do uh, like a uh, some like of the mystery sounds, science theater sort of thing where it's like that video he, and like just a silhouette of Ryan watching it. I'm telling, I'm telling you, like as far as Casio goes, like no, he was using some presets, guaranteed. There were mm-hmm. buttons he was pushing, like boom, this is a flute, and he used it on. Multiple songs, <laughs> and it's even some of the same uh, 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 little weird sound effects featured in multiple songs. Like, whoa! I just I couldn't believe it. And the guy's still around. He's still doing it. Nobody's murdered him yet. No, he's Dang. still doing it. Like he actually re-released all those songs in two thousand five. He's still doing what he loves. I guess. I mean, not to shit on anybody's art. I mean, obviously it was somewhat in vogue in 86 when that video was done. But man. Oh, so this is old. Yeah. No, that video was from 1986. Oh, shit. The album was released in 1985. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not holding up. No, not at all. Dude. So, okay, hold on. How long before we do a parody of it? Oh, I, it, that's impossible. That's impossible. Yeah. It's a we'll parody never do of it itself. This, this doesn't seem like the kind of place to say impossible. Wow, I guess we Are could. you saying we can't be that ridiculous? I mean, Actually, if, if we can just use the track, just use the track and then recreate the video, I'm okay with that. Yeah, well, we're gonna Justin, we Justin have to can hit do a it. A lot of yard sales. Justin can do it. Justin can be the guy with the fucking keyboards. I'm in, and they're not gonna be full size keyboards. They're all gonna be tiny keyboards. All right, <laughs> like little bitty, little bitty tiny keyboards. Good, cause I don't jump. Oh, well, this this, yeah. this idea is ruined. Oh no! All right, we need a uh, stuntman. <laughs> Back jump. to the drawing board. <laughs> 
Kendall, where'd you go? <laughs> Kendall will Come do back. the jumps. Kendall will, <laughs> Kendall will do the jumps. And then... We'll just have him lift yeah. me up. And then it'll be a really bad cut in the video, so when you land, boom, it's Justin. <laughs> <Or> when <laughs> he lands, be... boom, it's Justin. <laughs> what we'll do, we'll just shoot you like squatting down, getting ready to jump, and then we'll go to a close-up, where all we really do is we like we just kind of pan down and pan back up. <laughs> so that way it looks like, oh, he's winding up for a big jump, and then, oop. It looks like you jump, but then like you never you never do anything. Okay. I'm into that. Okay. We just like we have Kindle in the background, and we can't have a real horse because the guy rides a horse in the video, so we can't have a real horse. Yeah, I don't ride horses. He could he, you could ride Gordon. Mm. All right, ah. and put like a you know a horse face on him, draw a horse face on him or something. Also, have to probably put an NSFW tag on it. Yeah, that's that because you know how that's going to look. You riding a Gordon. Okay, like we'll get we'll, okay. Horn. We'll get like a, a stuffed horse of something, some kind, or like a horse, the horse head on a stick, horse head on a broomstick, a horse yeah. on a rod, yeah, <laughs> horse head on a stick. <laughs> okay, we have a plan, and it's all going to be shot in 4K. All, all right. right, first music video. Yeah, what a grand idea. This uh, this sounds like the ending of one of those Keenan and Kill episodes. Where he's like, Kale, he's like, get me a horse on a stick, a 4K camera, a ladder, and a music stand, and meet me in the middle of nowhere. Oh, and, yes, and, and we need ten tiny keyboards. Yeah, and ten tiny keyboards. <laughs> and then he just walks <laughs> off stage, and Kale's like, what? Kanan, why do you need ten keyboards? Kanan, where am I going to find a horse on a stick? Why are they from Boston? I don't know. <laughs> oh, dear. In this reality, Keaton and Kel was, was from Boston. Mandela effect. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I was actually killed in, in trying to fight my way through Ethel and Tank. Apparently. So, <laughs> new, new reality, Keenan and Kel was from Boston. He, well, yeah. I never, yeah, so. How did he, oh, he slipped on something unfortunate. No, in my old life, I was probably just smothered urine or beer. all the yeah. people. Urine or beer. Or beer urine. <laughs> beer urine. <laughs> I, I don't want to know. Yeah, it's Bjorn. <laughs> Bjorn, Bjorn. Dude, seriously, like there was Bjorn. There was nothing in that place. Like it was just a box with a bar and an upper deck. It kind of sounds like Four Seasons. Like there wasn't enough room for anything else. <laughs> kind of like, kind of sounds like Four Seasons. Yeah, it's just a. It was just a box. An experience for sure. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to talk about. The show, though, like it was, it was very good. The bands that both opened, those bands were both really good. Um, something that I noticed that I really liked about the entire night was like I don't remember hearing one sad song. You know, like they were all very positive and uplifting. Um, I, I really have been getting into the to the Mowgli's since then. Um, uh. They were. I'm not familiar really with cool. the Mowgli's. Did they have that kind of pop thing too? Yeah, yeah, they definitely yeah. do. I really good. A, really lot, a lot of their stuff has a very like group sing song kind mm-hmm. of feel, where it's it's there's like a line from the song that, that was just, everybody feels like he can sing and along to. The female singer, like I could not stop watching her. Really? She was awesome, like an incredible performer. Man, and, I'm, I'm yeah. envious of that style. It's something that I'd love. Well, you and I talked about it. A I think it'd be fun to do. And it, it, it reminded me of something you mentioned earlier about like the, the scope of music we work on out here. Mm-hmm. That sort of music sounds like it would be fun. Man, you could to, just throw everything at it. You know, it was it was every a lot of trick fun. in the book. You just throw at it. Mm-hmm. You know, 
And the hardest thing, I guess, is just the organization that it takes, mm-hmm. you know, to, well, most people don't realize, like, like, your typical pop tune nowadays is, like, you think some of the art mixes are dense. Like, think of that, mm-hmm. but times, like, 10, you know, you'll have 200 tracks that you have to organize mm-hmm. and mix and blend. And it's something I would love to try, but... Going back to the show, um, there were some uh, cool fun facts Tommy was telling us about that. Number You're one, right. uh, so there were, there were three bands that played. The opening band, uh, Twin XL, that was their very first tour. No shit. Yeah. And that, that really surprised me when I found that out because they were very good. Yeah. Very good. And um, they seemed very experienced. Yeah, Tommy said they were some friends of the Mowgli's and uh, mm-hmm. they, they needed someone to add on to the tour. And uh, so this was their very first tour. They were done. Uh, number two, this was the first tour that uh, he said Jukebox has done where uh, they had their own bus. Nice. Yeah. This was also the first tour they've done where uh, Ben got to take like uh, a real grand piano out. Yeah. So I guess, I'm guessing I before the then. Videos. I'm guessing before then he had just had to play with. Um, like a console? Yeah. Or maybe like a MIDI controller or something mm-hmm. like that. But uh, no, he actually is touring with. A grand piano. And then on top of it, he has another synth that sits on top of it, and sometimes he'll play both in the same song. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's really interesting. It was kind of a lot of, lot of firsts for them. So anyway... Um, really? No. I did okay. prepare a would-you-rather question for him. Oh, and, and I asked him afterwards when we were hanging out at that bar. We need um, a recording so or it didn't happen. We, uh, we, well... We discussed it on the way. Um, the question was, would you rather eat a tasty meal in a gas station bathroom or an untasty meal in a nice dining room? And so we talked about it, and I was like, well, you know, I, I have to be a gross person right now and say I'd rather eat a good meal in a bathroom. And we learned that uh, he felt the same way, like without even thinking about it. A gross, so. a, a, a tasty meal in a tasty bathroom. meal in a gas station bathroom. This was inspired by a lot of his cartoons lately about uh, <clears throat> yeah gas station workers or living off fast food and stuff like that. Um, also, uh, Justin, you had asked about like how he how they adjust their playing live. Yeah, without so, having a bassist. Yeah, like on their studio recordings, you can hear drums and bass and guitars and piano, mm-hmm. uh, but they're only a three piece mm-hmm. and live uh he plays both guitar and bass yeah and so some songs he plays electric guitar some songs he plays a bass there are some songs where he plays acoustic and i think there was a song he played mandolin as well Hmm. so he kind of switches for different songs and some songs he switches instruments midway through the song yeah Hmm. like so like i think when they played jump started which is the first song off their latest record he started off on bass and then midway through there's a moment where uh, the other instruments are kind of hamming it up, mm-hmm. and he has a moment to like swap bass for guitar, and then they launch into the next part, and he's got a guitar solo and stuff like that. So hmm. uh, they kind of build in spots where he can switch instruments if he needs to. That's cool. Yeah, that takes a lot of planning, I would suppose. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's and and you know what? Like it felt very seamless uh, watching it, and and do you think you didn't really feel like you? missed anything whenever he switched from bass to guitar um so i don't know if maybe i just 
I just didn't notice that big a difference. Or Ben kind of helps cover some of uh, the low range mm-hmm. on his piano playing whenever they do that. So what would you call that? I guess that's just uh, just diligence, trying to make sure that you can play what you put on the record. I mm-hmm. guess mm-hmm. you know. I mean, what I would probably do is just you know hire a bass player. Actually, you, you know, know I, I think the yeah, effort yeah, involved yeah. to to try to pull something like that off, I guess, is just. Not but I think you're just really lazy, tip. man. You got to suffer for your art, bro. But I think an interesting way to look yeah. at it is it's almost kind of like treating the performance as something totally different than what you recorded, because yeah. you know it's it's one thing to just repeat what you played in the studio. Um, in this case, like uh, especially Tommy, since he's switching instruments in some of these songs. Um, almost kind of like adapting what you had done in the studio uh, for performance purposes. Like, yeah. okay, we're going to go, again, perform. It's not necessarily like, hey, we're going to play this song we have. We're going to go perform. What ha- What's the performance going to be like? Yeah. Well, that I makes sense? I guess the, what I would ask uh, if Tommy was here or even on Skype, I would just be like, well, did you form your songs in such a way? on purpose that you could pull that off or was it simply an afterthought? Uh, I mean, I could, I couldn't imagine, you know, being a pop record that they would intentionally limit themselves, uh, just, just for live purposes. And, but then the other question is, so how did you decide what you should play? You know, Mm -hmm. and how difficult was that decision? Did you try to play it all on electric and then just, finally decide nope i guess i'm gonna have to pick up the bass midway through (laughs) Mm -hmm. like who makes those decisions who's in charge that that takes a lot of organization and a lot of planning just like you know your average pop song (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know full circle uh no it's very interesting i frankly i'd like to sit down and pick his brain once yeah you know beyond the podcast just personally Man to man, mono mono. Yeah, well, he said to to let him know if there's ever another show around that we can. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was very disappointed that I couldn't make it. It was. Me too. Um, I don't know what I really expected of it. I knew it would be fun and everything, but mm. it it ended up being a much. Uh, More interesting. Yeah. Experience. It, yeah. It was. It was. Um, really one of the best shows i've ever seen in my life it was um, it was very yeah. entertaining yeah mm-hmm. the music was re- very good i i'm like way into the moglies now they were incredible oh, yeah their and songs are so good that's that's <laughs> what i'll say I, I think was my big takeaway from it was that um a lot of what they play is not necessarily what i listen to day to day right but i really enjoyed the it made for a very entertaining show to, mm-hmm. to, to be there and to see it live uh, was was really entertaining. Still might not be what I put in my car, but I would go see that show again because it was yeah. really fun. It reminds me, a lot of, a lot of uh, Jukebox of Ghost reminds me of OK Go a little bit. Yeah, But with, but with the of. pop turned up, instead of the pop being at like a nine, it's like an 11, mm-hmm. you know? And... Uh, I really like it. It's a... It's uplifting. Yeah, it's absolutely uplifting, and yeah. it's it, making me branch out, like mm. pull myself out of the 
black hole of yeah. sad music that I always listen to. Good. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. Like, I've been listening to nothing but the Mowgli's the past few days, and it's cool. Yeah. I like it. So, yeah, anyway, uh, great show. Had a really good time. Uh, and he said again, you know, if, if they're ever nearby, let him know. Have to. Uh, I have to make it. We'll get out and try to catch another show. I'm, he mentioned uh, in, in episode 14 that uh, Indianapolis uh, has always been a really good market for him. So I'm really hopeful yeah. that the next time they go on tour, like maybe either, like maybe in the winter or sometime, whenever they go out again, that they'll come back through Indianapolis. Someone has and, to be and, uh, more organized. effort can get up there. Yeah, someone has to be more organized than me. Oh, speaking of which, we have one more thing to talk about. Before okay, we, all right. Make quick. Hurry up, because I'm turning into a pumpkin. We'll be quick. He's turning orange So right in front of our eyes. This is my request. None of y'all done it. I talked to you two about it. But uh, you must watch... uh, What is it that... uh, Oh. Oh, shit. There's a show on Death and Love and Robots? Death, Love, and Robots. There is an episode called Three Robots. And you all must watch... And we'll talk about it next podcast. All right. Deal. Remember that, everybody. Death, was it Death, Love, and Robots? Yes. It's on Netflix. And the episode's called Three Robots. Three Robots. Uh, On Netflix. Watch it. Uh, We'll watch it. And you can tune in on the podcast next week and uh, hear us talk about, I guess, Love, Death, and Robots and Three Robots. All the episodes are great, but this one specifically, I think, is important for this group. And this is on Netflix. On Netflix. Okay. Was it like three robots and a cat, and I'm the cat, and you guys are the three robots? Just don't, don't, don't think about it too much. Okay. Is it just like three toasters existing in the same kitchen? Don't think about it too much. It's fine. Just trust me. I watched it, and I was like, <gasps> All right. I must bring it up. Hold on. Okay. Before we end the show, better or worse than Bird Box? All right, better than Bird Box. Doesn't hold a candle to Bird Box. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just relevant. That's all. Okay, very, relevant. very, very relevant. We're all gonna watch it. You should watch it too. You should tune in next time, and uh, let's just talk about three robots. Yeah. Ryan's giving me thumbs slash click. He looks like he's having a thumb war with himself. <laughs> it's relevant. Okay. He's doing more strange hand things that I don't feel comfortable describing on air. <laughs> He's waiting for that Aleve to kick in. <laughs> Boy, hey, this I... weather's got my bones a-cracking. Yeah. Pink. White hair. All right, we'll see you next Are time. we supposed <laughs> to acknowledge that? No, it just happens. Oh. Hmm. I don't know if it's a joke or what. I don't know what response. What? Yeah. Who huh? croaked? Oh, that was me. <laughs> no one I couldn't what tell the, what nobody's the, face what? we have derailed alright okay podcast is over